Welcome to the Casual Fridays REI podcast, where you'll learn about the wildly profitable niche of land investing. Active land investors Adam Southey and Justin Sleva are here to share their experiences with you so that you can learn how to build massive cash flow and huge profits from this highly lucrative niche. So without further ado, here are your hosts, Adam Southey and Justin Sleva. Hey, what's up, guys? I'm Adam Southey here with my co-host, Justin Sleva, and this is the Casual Fridays REI podcast. Today, we're going to talk about feeling the fear and doing it anyway. Before we do that, though, let's talk about Priced.com. Guys, Priced is a powerful online web application that simplifies the acquisition process for real estate direct mail marketing campaigns. Priced provides research tools and enables you to identify locations to mail, price your data, analyze over 1 million comps, pull owner records, and scrub your data to produce a ready-to-mail campaign list. Head on over to Priced.com forward slash casual Fridays REI to start your seven-day free trial and get discounted prices today. That's P-R-Y-C-D.com forward slash casual Fridays REI. Happy Monday, sir. Hey, happy Friday. Today's Monday, <laughs> but it's Friday when we record. <laughs> I just like straight parakeeted that right back to, yeah, yeah, it's Friday. It's sure. Friday, sure. Okay, yeah, here we go. <laughs> well, it is Friday because we do record on Fridays, but happy Monday because this is the start of the new week for our listeners, and we have a lot to talk about. Yeah. Last time we talked to him, it was going into Oklahoma, and they have not heard the outcome. We told him what would be, and it is not been. Justin went down in the main event. He has not crashed in a year of being back and riding, and he crashed. But you were in Oklahoma? Yeah. <laughs> you, UConn, Oklahoma. I thought the whole time I thought you were in Houston. Nope. Oklahoma City, <laughs> just west of it. <laughs> uh, interesting. Yeah. Dude, you, I'm, I'm kind of worried about you right now. You going old, like Alzheimer on me over there? The whole time I thought you were headed down to Houston the entire time. Uh-uh. Nope. Net uh, north. Opposite uh, way. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So ended up with a little, little boo-boo on my arm as Kaysen's saying now. He picked up a new word. It's boo-boo. Mm. And he sees it on his dad and he points out it every time to add more salt to the wound. Insult to injury. Insult to injury. You're right. But you ended up with a second place I Ended trophy. up with a, a second place plate. plate. So yeah, I get to rock the number two plate for the year. And the Gold Cup Series, so I can wear that at any national, any local race, any state race. And uh, we, we move forward. Jackson did not finish so well. He did not make the main on Sunday, and it put him in a five-way tie for third place. Had he made the main, he would have got third or second. He would have broke that tie. So it was a tough beat for him, but that's why we do it is the life lessons involved with that. And, you know, me, my fall was me going for a win in the last turn, and I would not change it any other way. I would wish I didn't fall, but... And I'm not okay with sitting back and just taking a second. I'm going for the win. And that's, I think that's kind of what we're talking about today is do you really go for the win or do you feel the fear and do it anyway? Yeah, well, it kind of comes from a, this does come from a book I'm reading. Someone bought this book for me, sent it to me in the mail. And, uh, oh, nice. I'm probably halfway through it. So I can't speak to the whole thing, but it's, the book is called, if anyone wants to check it out, it's called Feel the Fear and Do It Anyway. <laughs> like, no, I mean, yeah. that's pretty straightforward. Yeah. But yeah, it's really good, you know, and it goes just about into everything. It can be life or business. And it's just been kind of, I don't know, I don't, this author, like, she starts the book with, I don't know what her life was like. Mm -hmm. She starts the book with saying, like, she would look in her mirror every day and just cry. She was so scared of life. Really? Yeah. I don't know anyone, like, that's definitely not me. Yeah. But I do know that every person in life has fears, whether that's, I don't know, sending a mailer, answering yeah. the phones, or yeah. presenting something at work, or 
asking yeah. that girl out, right? It's, it's like, no matter what it is. There's a fear or something there. There's a fear, yeah. And, it's, and this book is about embracing that. And instead of, like, shying away, getting out of just do it anyway, embracing it. Yeah. I, I, And I think people are wired so different. And, you know, in talking to my wife this week, we talked about, like, kind of talking self-confidence and making decisions and things like that. And it's it's funny to me that how, like, me and her have been together 19 years, I think, coming on 20 since we've met. And we are still wired so differently in the way we think. Like you said, you look in the mirror. That lady looked in the mirror was crying when she looks in the mirror. I look in the mirror and I'm like, man, that's a handsome motherfucker that can do anything. <laughs> and it's and then people are two and those are two different extremes. But you know, I was thinking about that when talking to my wife, and I was like, would I bet on myself every time? And I 100% believe I would bet on myself in anything 100% of the time. And so like when I go into that last turn of the race. There was no doubt in my mind that I was going to pass the guy and go around him. My bike did not hold the turn, skids out. I hit the ground, bounce, get back up, finish third. Tie break, with tiebreaker goes to him because he beat me that day and we were tied for points for the number one plate. So, you know, sometimes you fall. Yeah. The thing that stands out to me the most about this is how many people get scared to even start yep. anything, right? And I'm just going to reference this back to like starting a land investing business because that's okay. what we see the most is I can't tell you the number of people that I talk, that we talk to about doing this thing and they just get scared mm-hmm. and whether it's lack of confidence in themselves or the business or something, they just, that fear holds them back from doing anything. And that by allowing that to happen, you're preventing any future happiness or success or whatever it is, whatever that can be mm-hmm. you're preventing it by running away from that fear. And God, it's just so for me, it's an, I want to say sad, but it's more annoying Yeah, because you know, it's like, God, you can do this just, embrace it and go and just trust the process. Yeah. That's a common thing. I, I see a lot when we talk to new people about land investing, it's like, you don't have to be super smart to do this. Yeah. You, I, we know people that are dumb and again, I mean, I'm not going to say their names, but they're dumb and they're successful at it. And it's like, come on, man, if this guy can do it, I know that you with a two master's degrees and had the tenacity to get through here can do this with no problem. I think like being dumb is a prerequisite almost. Because <laughs> you just don't care. You're just like too dumb yeah. to know the risk. Well, when you overthink this whole yeah. the whole thing, right? I was talking to someone the other day and they were, they had this tool and that tool and this, blah, blah, blah. And I'm thinking, man, mm-hmm. okay, that's great. You got it. Now delete it, get rid of it uh-huh. and just make it simple. Yep. Yep. So you talk about fear and like just jumping in there. So last week, uh, Sebastian Stidnier, 115 foot wave. He served to set a record outside of Portugal. Like, to me, that's something I would never do. That would scares the shit out of me. Like, I would not, like, being in the ocean, I'm already a little hesitant. I had a family friend die. He got sucked under by undertow. Mm. And, like, he won a trip. He worked with my mom. He worked, he was, like, a Coke rep for, you know, Winn-Dixie. So he won the trip from his company. His wife, him, and his new kid go to Cancun, and he gets sucked out to sea and dies. So, like, that stuff stays in my mind. And I'm like, that's real fear. But this guy's doing a 115-foot wave. So if he can physically do that, there's got to be a way that I could get up on a wave and like maybe three foot wave, but I could eventually get to that point. Eventually get to a three foot wave. I'm going to say, I don't care who you are. Like <laughs> the very, the number of people who can work up to a 115 foot wave is extremely Well, slim. he's the only one that's ever done it, <laughs> Yeah, but you can, but there is a way to do it. Like you can, it's physically possible. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, obviously feeling the fear and doing it. Like I'm not going to feel the fear of riding a 115 foot wave and be like, you know what? Drag me out there anyway. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not pushing through. Let's that Let's do one. <laughs> it. Let's just go for it. Yeah, and I and I get that. Most people will not go out there and surf a 20 foot wave. You know, they're not yeah. going to go hit pipeline in Hawaii and be like, oh yeah, let's just bra, let's go get it. But 
You know, an- another thing I saw this week was uh, Navy still talking about the adversity. Adversity is a lot of times it's something out of your control. We can't control what's going to happen. You just how you're going to handle it when it comes up. And this business is 100% adversity. We send out mail unsolicited to people all over the country saying, hey, we want to buy your land. There's a human element. We don't know how they're going to respond. They're going to be pissed. They're going to be happy. They're not going to say anything. Just mail it back or you're not going to hear anything. It's just going to be new point. And we can't control that one piece. We can control that we continue to put out mail, that we're making those touches and run with it. But, you know, a lot of times people get upset about that. You can't control that. Mm. You have to just keep moving forward. You have to face that fear of putting that next $1,000 into mail, $2,000 into mail. You have to keep moving that way. Yeah, and dealing with the the hate, too. Mm-hmm. I mean, I hate the hate. I hate it. <laughs> I mean, like I, it's, uh, and we have a, in our private group, we had a conversation going and talking about Pat Live versus Google Voice being free. 100% right. Google Voice will work. It is free. You have to listen to every one of those messages. A guy may call and cuss you out, and at the end of that message says, you know what, I'll sell it to you, though. I think you're a worthless, no good piece of shit, but I will sell you my land. Most people would have deleted it. I heard you're no good piece of shit, but had you gone with Pat Live and the script's there, for me, it's worth 150 bucks. And they go, do you, do you accept the counter price? Yes. In the comments, you're a worthless piece of shit, but I want to sell. <laughs> I can deal with that. Yeah. Yeah, there's plenty of people who have quit the business. And I, I want to, you remember that uh, teacher we had at the very beginning, Jen? Yes. Yeah, yeah. She got out of it, right? Because she didn't like talking to people on she, the sell side. She of didn't it, like talking about the sell side. And that seems like the easiest side to me because mm-hmm. you've already handled all the hate, right? Well, but, it was, and it was a lack of, and her thing was the confidence in knowing about the property having never been there. And she did really well at it. I mean, mm-hmm. she made, she did it for three months, four months, sold like seven coastal properties bought and sold two properties in Oregon, made what she made as a teacher. And is like, you know what? I just, I feel uncomfortable talking to the people about land I've never seen and don't know about. Okay. You tried it. You did it. You just, yeah, it's, I, it is what it is. Yeah. I guess there's a difference between not liking and being scared of it. Cause like, okay. she, I mean, she did it right. And she made really good money and mm-hmm. then she got out of it. But I just see people who are like, they're so scared to even take that calls that they'll never even sell anything because they don't, they don't want to talk to anyone. Yeah. You know? They don't want to answer the question or they don't know what the person's going to ask. And that anticipation of that lack of knowing is where it's at. It's like, I just don't know what they're going to say to me. I think if I would have known there was a chance that I was going to send out mail and people were going to call and scream at me, mm-hmm. then I might have been a little hesitant to you do would, it. You wouldn't have done it? I was ignorantly blessed. I remember when the phone, very first uh-huh. mail and the phone started to ring and I was like, here we go. I'm going to be rich. And then <laughs> <laughs> they just start screaming because uh. I was mailed a hundred dollar offers to a place where they're selling a hundred thousand because that's what everybody does big deals like that they buy them all for a hundred dollars an acre yeah. big deals big big deals everybody's yeah. buying big deals yeah now and i wish we could say it was easy you know on that that seals video that I was talking about i, I looked up the stat and it's like 70 to 75 percent of the people don't make it through seals training i think you think it's higher than that but I, it's just what i looked up and yeah. i saw but it was interesting to me that we see about you know only one out of five people that buy one of these courses actually go through with it and do it. So those that are looking, they're like, yeah, you know, I don't want to be that one that's not the successful one or that one that doesn't make that $100,000 deal. You know, right now, my last mailer is bought six pieces of mail, but there's no big profit. When I say big profit, there's a bunch of fifteen dollars to $20,000 profit properties. That is typical in what my business is because that's the low range of what I shot for because I need it to cover the operating cost. I need it to make my monthly goals. And, you know, that's why some people are sitting there going, well, shit, I'd love to make $10,000 a property. Well, yeah, you know, but I put out $2,700 in mail. Are you willing to bet $2,700 in mail to get that? And that's a, there's a fear in that, you know, 
You're, you tell your your wife that you're going to spend $2,700 or $3,000 in mail, and you don't know what you're going to get back. Yeah. Yeah. While you're saying that, I looked up the seal attrition rate too, because I could have swore it was higher because you always hear it's like 90% mm-hmm. or whatever, but it definitely on Google does say 75%. Yeah. That, that just doesn't, that seems kind of low when you think of like, when you hear those, that's that story you told, right? Mm-hmm. He's like 173 people started or something. And, and, and 13, 13 yeah. yeah, 13 made it through. That's not 25%. No, no. And we don't, and I don't know if it's all encompassing yeah. and once they get past that, but it's a, you know, and his thing was, is he felt some kind of force. And we, you hear a lot of people talk about what's your why, make your why be your thing. You know, for me, my why is not being where I was as a kid. I want to be able to afford to buy my kid a baseball glove if his glove breaks. I don't want him to have to wear holy clothes to school. If he wants, if we need to get new shoes because his shoe blew out, we can get that. You know, those, those whys for me are simple. They're not like this. I want to change the world. Do we give back a lot, a ton give a ton back and we can make things better. But without overcoming that fear of not knowing if it's going to work out or be successful. I mean, that's, that's what all this is. We, you have to do to be successful. You have to be okay with being uncomfortable. Yeah. You're definitely going to be uncomfortable too. Yeah. I mean, like I said, it ain't easy, Mm-mm. Mm-mm. but it is worth it. Yep. Cool. You got any, Thing else you want to say? No, I think that I think that nails it. I I think that it's great that we're going to have a conversation as two grown men in a room, and we can talk about fear a little bit. We can mm-hmm. talk that it's okay to feel uneasy. It's okay to be uncertain or unsure, and we can still move forward and be okay with that. Yeah, like I said, I haven't finished this book yet, but so far it's pretty good. So if anybody else wants to check it out, feel the fear and do it anyway. Susan Jeffers, mm-hmm. is the author. Anyway. Nice. Two million copies sold, so someone's liking it. Yeah, it's two million copies because people just keep handing them out to random <laughs> yeah, people in I guess the mail. So. I guess so. So, anyway, guys, uh, that's it for today. It's Monday. We hope you have a solid day. And um, as always, do us a favor: go to Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Give us a like, a follow, subscribe, and then go to iTunes. Go to Stitcher. Go to wherever else you're listening to us. Like, rate, review, and subscribe to the show. Appreciate it. Love you. See you on Wednesday. See you guys.